Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's so good to be back with you. (laughs) He's back. I've been been gone for a few weeks, but I'm so excited to be back and to get to join in as we uh, really finish out this series that has been hugely impacting to us this summer. Uh, My family and I had a wonderful time on our sabbatical. Uh, God spoke some amazing Mm -hmm. things, but I am so grateful to be back with our church family. I'm looking at you right now, uh, church. It's just so so good to be back. I want to give a a big shout out to Jason and the team. Uh, You guys did a phenomenal job. Thanks. Uh, Thank you for shepherding our church so well bringing the Word of God, yeah. uh, encouraging people, strengthening them. Thank you yeah. for your leadership. Absolutely. And to our staff that's yeah. watching right Woo-hoo. now, you guys are amazing. And all of our house church leaders, you yes. guys are the best yes. of the best. Yes. So thank you guys so much for um, just this season in time. Yeah. And uh, we're looking forward to October 4th. Come on. It's going to be the first time we get to gather back together in this room <laughs> in this right room. here. And, um, and, and we just want to be really clear. This is not like a reopening of the church. Right. This is us mm-hmm. taking the next step right. in the season that God has us in. Yeah. And uh, House Church is amazing. And we'll give you more details on what yep. the weeks to follow October 4th are going to look like yeah. uh, in the next few weeks here. But we want you to know that God is at work in us. That's right. And whatever that looks like, we want to be open to. Yeah. And it really comes down to the topic that we're on right, right now. Right. Uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to open up your Bibles. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 7. We're going to start in verse 13 today. And this really sets the context for, for where we're going today. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about fruit and discipleship. But really, Jesus sets that up with this part of scripture. Yep. And so yep. I'm gonna read it for us real quick and then we're gonna kind of dive into it yep. a little bit uh, and let it prepare us for our conversation that we're gonna have together mm-hmm. uh, in our house churches. So here's, here's what it says, verse 13, Jesus speaking says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell, that sounds like a song, <laughs> is broad and its gate is wide for many who choose the easy way. Yeah. Listen to this verse. But the gateway to life is small Mm. and the road is narrow Mm. and only a few find it. Some versions of that say, and the road is rough. Right. And I I just want, I want to present my heart to you this morning and Mm. some things that God's been speaking to me about the gospel. Mm. And I really think that statement right there sums up much of the gospel that we've missed in in, in a lot of the American church. Mm. And that is this that there is a narrow way, right. his name is Jesus, right. and that there is a journey of following him that can be difficult right. and rough, right. and oftentimes has some things involved in it yeah. that maybe we'd prefer not to experience yeah. in life. <laughs> but Jesus speaking here says, hey, listen, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna participate in life, and really what he was speaking here is eternal life, right. that there was gonna be some difficulty that's gonna come to your life through this journey. That's right. And we want to embrace that. And here's some things that God's been speaking to me over this past season. And there's some questions that I want to present to you this morning Mm. that we want to have in the back of our minds as we process through Scripture today. And then at the end of today, as you you gather together in your house churches and and maybe you're at home, you're going to think through these and discuss through these questions. So here's a few that I, I want us to process through it and, and this the, would be a good thing yeah. just to, just to jump in if you have something to take notes with mm, that's good. Um, as 
Pastor Tim was walking through them with me, uh, write them down. There's going to be, I think these are all questions that we all need to be processing. So write it down, whether it's a journal, whether you grab your phone, um, they're going to be on the screen, but write these questions down so you can grab a hold of them. The first one is, how have you responded to this season? I want to be really clear. I'm I'm not pointing the finger at you. These are questions the Holy Spirit has been asking Tim. That's good. Tim, how have you responded in this season? Yeah. Yeah. how is your prayer life grown? Wow. Second question for you there. Mm. Ha- has it gotten deeper um, or has it stagnated mm. or has it been non-existent? Wow. Ask yourself, what, what, what's happened in my, we just wow. came out of 21 days of prayer. Ask yourself right now, how did I engage with those 21 days? Right. Um, how, how have I grown deeper in my trust yeah. of God? Oof. In this time, that's a hard question to ask because there's so many uncertainties. Has my faith in God increased? Has my trust in Him increased? Or has it been shaken to the point that I'm I'm questioning my very faith? Wow. Right? Asking ourselves some of these questions. Mm. How how about about this? Am I getting the truth that I'm experiencing in my life from the eternal truths of the Word of God? Or am I pulling them from other resources? And we're, we're going to talk more about that one. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, two, two questions here. Have I intentionally strengthened my relationship in the local church mm. and in my friends and family? Like, have I intentionally gone after that? Mm. Or have I allowed social distancing to make me socially distant? Wow, yeah. And, yeah. and these are deep questions that we, we've got to address yeah. in our heart. Because this is what Jesus said, hey, the narrow, this is a narrow way. And it's a bumpy path. Right. There's some difficulty here. And then the final question, this, this might be my favorite one, but maybe the hardest one. Um, am I becoming more like the one who I say that I'm following? Oof. This is a question Jesus specifically asked me when I was sitting on a mountain <laughs> about four weeks ago. Am I becoming more like the one that I say that I'm following? Wow. And he posed it to me for me to answer, but for also me to present to us as a church. And so this, wow. this final space here where we're taking a look at what Jesus is instructing us to about the kingdom of God and and this path and following him. We're going to go into some sections here where Jesus followed what he just said about with two Mm -hmm. other things, Mm -hmm. talking about the fruit of our lives, Mm -hmm. the inputs that are coming into us and about what it really means to be a disciple. And and these are good questions to kind of lead us there. I I was thinking about, you know, reading the whole passage and working, you know, the whole context Mm. of the whole thing. Remember we talked about his conclusion. This is Jesus's conclusion. So this is what he really, really wants you to walk away with. Right. But he's talking about this idea of a narrow gate. He's talking about the idea of it's a narrow road. It's a specific path. And then, um, and then he goes on to talk about something that's kind of interesting because he, he talks about, um, false prophets mm. and false teachers, but within it, mm-hmm. he incorporates the analogy of fruit of our life. Right. But as I was, I was, I was, as I was studying and as I was reading, I was reading a commentary um, from Jameson Fawcett and Brown, mm. and they made a, a really interesting um, paraphrase of the next section of scripture that yeah. I thought was really interesting. Mm. Um, he, it says this, but beware that is of teachers coming as authorized expounders of the mind of God and guides to heaven with a bland, gentle, plausible exterior, (laughs) persuading you that the gate is not straight, Mm. nor the way narrow, and that to teach so is illiberal and bigoted. Come on. They are bent on devouring the flock, listen to this, for their own ends. And so Jesus goes into this next part. He says, okay, listen, it's it's a narrow gate. It's a narrow path. And by the way, 
there's going to be some people that are going to be in your life that are going to try to dissuade you and pull you off of that path. And yep. this is what he says, Matthew yep. seven fifteen. constantly be on your guard against phony prophets. They come disguised as lambs, appearing yep. to be genuine, but on the inside, they're like wild, ravenous wolves. You can spot them by their actions, for the fruits of their character will be obvious. You won't find sweet grapes hanging on a thorn bush, and you'll never pick good fruit from a tumbleweed. Yeah. So if the tree is good, it will produce good fruit. But if the tree is bad, it will produce only rotten fruit and it deserves to be cut down and burned. Mm. This is what Jesus is saying in this. Going back to, to the framework, right? You're living your, uh, a life on a narrow path headed towards a narrow gate. Yeah. You have to be so careful what and who you allow to influence your life. Mm. Jesus is talking about what are those things? Where do you pull your influence from? I mean, we all have conversations yeah. about the latest CDC guidelines yeah. or what the media is saying and all of this stuff. And, and if we're not careful, those things are what influence us. Yeah. And I know Jesus is talking about false prophets, mm -hmm. people are, who, are, who are bending the truth of Scripture and yeah. they're trying to get you to, to get off of this. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's also true in the aspect of every area of life. What is your influence, right? Yeah. And rather than going to all of these different places for our influence, are we going back to truth? Yeah. Am, am I spending more time allowing right. Facebook, social media, yeah. Yeah. CNN, what, whatever, whatever spaces that are influencing our right. lives, am I spending more time allowing them to be prophetic right. into my life Oof. about what's to come? Yeah, that's true. That's what he's talking about that's here, true. right? Yeah. Prophets that are to teaching you and, yeah. and telling you what's to come. Yeah. Or, or am I going to God's word and letting God's word right. bring peace, yeah. bring clarity, yeah. uh, bring confidence in who he is yeah. to my life? Or, or am I buying into these other narratives? And man, right. I... It is so easy. I, I just want to give you a personal experience. Over this past six weeks, I took about four weeks, three and a half to four weeks, and completely stayed off of social media. Completely, I didn't have any emails. I came back and there's a few thousand. But I, and, and it changed my perspective That's of what good. was going on in the world. That's good, yeah. And I'm not saying be ignorant, and yeah. neither was Jesus. Yeah. I want to be very right. clear about that. Right. But we have to be really careful. Yep. And this is what Jesus was saying. Hey, if yep. you're on this narrow path, Yep. It's not going to take much to get you veered off in one way or the other. Right. And church, I want to speak really clearly. There's some of us that are off in the weeds mm. because we're buying into the wrong narrative. Right. And it's hurting our heart. It's causing us to, yeah. to be distracted in our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. We're not living our life on mission. Right. Um, we, we've, we, instead of being generous, we're skeptical. Yeah. And, and, and those, are sheer, those, those are fruits of our lives being right. impacted by right. something other than the truth of God's word. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the thing that we need to constantly re to remind ourselves is in this day and age, we need to be washing ourselves yeah. in scripture Come on. constantly and letting the Holy Spirit empower yeah. us to live life. It's so crazy for me to look at the news mm. and, and it's exactly what the Bible talks about, about people call evil good and Come good on. evil. Yeah. And you look at what's going on in our yeah. culture and you sit there going, what? Yeah. Well, if you're not constantly washed in scripture yeah. and let the Holy Spirit shift your mind and change your mind, yeah. you can buy into that. Yeah. I, I don't want to pretend in any way that the church is exempt from this space. Right. Um, right. We, we for for many years, and yeah. I say we as in the big C church, right. 
have have strayed oftentimes from the truth of the gospel, yeah, the sure. truth of God's word. Yeah. Um, and as a pastor, that that breaks my heart. And right. I, and I, I think I would even have to admit I've, I've bought into that at times in my sure. journey, yeah. because that's the narrative around. But yeah. but Jesus said, hey, like like we we got to build on something solid. Right. And and even in the church today, we've preached a gospel of ease, of comfort, mm. of of whatever takes care of self, and that is just not the Bible. No. We yeah. want to draw our hearts into the teachings of Jesus right. and build our lives around kingdom culture right. that is originated on the foundations of yeah. God's word. Yeah. And, and there's something, G Jesus took us even deeper here. He talked mm -hmm. about the fruit of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And he talked about watching the fruit that's around us. So, yeah. so pay attention right. to the influences that are around your life. But then he went on to talk about this space of what it really looks like to be a true disciple. Mm -hmm. And, and in verse 21, he, he unfolds that here a little bit. And we're, we're going to take a, a little bit and look at mm -hmm. what does it mean to, to really follow Jesus? Right. And it's not as complicated as we like to make right. it be. Right. Um, but there is the components of following him yeah. that, that do have some challenge and difficulty to him. So let's, let's read verse 21. We're going to read 21 through 23. And it's going to open our, our eyes up to, to Jesus's definition mm -hmm. of what it meant to follow him. Verse 21 out of Matthew 7 says this, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. Yeah. Verse 22, on Judgment Day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and we casted out demons and in your name and, and we performed many miracles in your name. And Jesus, this is going to be his response. Listen, church. Wow. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. What, what am I doing with mm. my time with him? Mm. Mm -hmm. Do I know him? Mm-hmm. Do I know his word? Mm. Am I becoming more like him because right. of drawing near right. to him? Right. This is what Jesus was saying. Man, you can, you can do all the church activity. You can go to house church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can come to large church gatherings. Yeah. You, you can even say some of the right things. Right. Right. And even have some quote-unquote scripture to back that. But is it coming out of a place of experiential right. knowledge of yeah. the Savior? Yeah. Are we walking in love with Him? Yeah. But all too many of us are trying to do our Christian walk based off religious rituals mm -hmm. as opposed to building on the foundation yep. of relationship with Jesus. And the funny thing is, it's easier, right? Mm. Like easier in the sense of wrapping our heads around. Sure. It's easier for me to go, well, I need to do this. Yeah. I need to do that. I need to go through and I need to live this way. Yeah. And Jesus is saying, no, 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 the bigger issue here, and I think this is going back to the questions, yeah. these are what the questions are doing, is they're saying, yeah. no, 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 start, let's start with relationship. Mm. Let's start with relationship with me. Mm -hmm. How's your relationship with mm. me? Do you honestly, can you honestly say that you have a growing, thriving yeah. relationship with me? This is what God's saying. Yeah. This is Jesus saying. And then from that, yeah, of course we live right. And right. yes, this yeah. is what he's saying. Like, like, yeah, the fruit of your life. And yeah. if you're going to be a true disciple and if going back, you're going to follow that, yeah. that narrow path. It all is birthed out of relationship. And yeah. it starts at that point. And I think for some of us right now, um, 
it doesn't take much for me to say that our relationship with God has been challenged in this season. Right. Because everything around is like chaotic and yeah. you're looking at it going, well, God, what are, where are you? Like, what's yeah. going on? And, and everything gets in the way mm. of our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And everything tries to just work its way in. And before mm. we know it, we're like, man, my entire time with the Lord yeah. was all spent on my brain going to all these Come other on. things that I'm thinking yeah. about and worried about and festering about and all of this kind of stuff. So true. And Jesus says, listen, it's the most simple thing but it's often the most hard thing. Yeah. I just want you. Yeah. I just want relationship with you. Yeah. And that's, I think, what God is saying, at mm. least what I'm picking yeah. up through these, yeah. these, these questions is like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Brush all the stuff away yeah. for a second and just come back to the basics of what I'm asking yeah. you to do. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, as we just close our, our time here, yeah. um, Oftentimes when we have these discussions and questions, we feel like more is being heaped on us. Sure, yeah, yes. And, and I just want to be really clear. Yeah. Jesus doesn't heap more on us. Right. He takes burdens off of us. Right, right. If you're feeling heaped on right now, it's probably because a religious type spirit mm -hmm. or mindset that many of us have, have easily adopted in mm -hmm. our life is trying to press in right now. And what Jesus comes to do is he wants to set you free to follow him without hindrance. Right. right. If you'll get in my word, you're going to find freedom and right. peace in times of turmoil. And, and he actually finished this whole thing out <laughs> with one of probably my favorite yeah. parables, yeah. parables, right? The, yeah. Where do you build your house? Yeah. It's, it's a picture of where do you build your life? Are you going to build it on the sand or are you going to build it on the rock? Right. Because here's the promise. The storm is coming. Right. And we're in it. Seriously. We're in it right now. Seriously. And, it, and it's probably going to get even more intense. Yeah. yeah. The storm is coming, and it will reveal what we've built on. That's good. Yep. And here's what we're seeing in the American church today. Hmm. Many people have built on the sand the gospel of comfort and ease and hmm. leisure. Hmm. And they're experiencing the storm right now, and their house is getting rocked, and it's about hmm. ready to crumble. Where Jesus' invitation is to come and build on the rock. Right. That no matter how hard the wind blows or the yeah. waves crash or any of those things, it yeah. will not be shaken. And the only thing that cannot be shaken is the truth of God's word. Right. Why? Because he's eternal. Right. Right. And as you contemplate today, as you mm. think about just what we've talked about, we, we brought some questions at the beginning of this that I want to encourage you now to go into in your smaller group settings, in your house churches. Mm -hmm. And maybe for the first time in your life, mm. for some of us, this is going to be a scary place to go to, but to have some transparent moments with the people that are mm. around you mm -hmm. and to be able to say, and I, I don't even have a prayer life, right? to be able to say, uh, I have not allowed the word of God to be my truth. Right. I've allowed right. CNN right. or NBC or whatever space mm. that is impacting your life. Yeah. Um, can I tell you, even some of the Christian inputs into your life, I would say, be really careful. Sure. Yeah. Test Let on. the Word of God yeah. be the foundation that you right. build. And as we discuss today, as we pray for one another, can I ask you to do this to extend a tremendous amount of grace to each other? Mm. As I've been processing this in my own life, I've felt the grace of God just be upon mm. me wow. to be able to answer honestly because mm. what God is trying to do is prepare us for the days to come. Yeah, that's right. As we gather together in our groups, I want to challenge you 
to be real with each other. Yeah. Take a moment and just be transparent with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and then take a few minutes and pray over one another. And if you're home alone, mm-hmm. um, I want to encourage you, just get on your knees before yeah. Jesus and let Him yeah. have this conversation yeah. with you. And then as you go through that, text somebody, yeah. call somebody. Yeah. Don't do this journey alone. Right. Uh, I'm gonna ask Pastor Jason just mm-hmm. to pray over us yeah. um, as we head into this time, because this is going to be a transformative time for you. Right. And I know some of you are feeling the weight of this and there's some anxiety coming to you. I just wanna speak peace to you right yeah. now that these are the moments that we live for, right. where God comes in and changes everything for right. us. And right. So Jason, yeah. will you pray over yep. us as we step yep. into this time? Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. God, we, uh, we know, Lord, that you are uh, a God of love, mm-hmm. a God of compassion, a God of grace, um, that you see us right where we're at, and it doesn't scare you. Mm. Um, you see right where we're at, and you don't think, wow, are you? is that really? Mm. Is that really where you're at? But Lord, you are, you're so committed yeah. to um, us finding freedom and health and wholeness in our life and, and, and being able to enter into true relationship with you. Father, I pray over your people right now. I pray over the people of River Valley Church Mm -hmm. and online, those who are are tuning in from all over the world even, Father, that right now your Holy Spirit would invade every heart. Right now in this moment that your Holy Spirit would come to do what only it can do. And Father, I pray that right now people would begin to find freedom mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. lives in these mm-hmm. areas. Come people right would now. begin Jesus. to understand areas where they need to yeah. they need to to have a reset, or they need mm. to to come into a different kind of alignment in their life. And yeah. and and Lord, even for those that that need mm. to begin a relationship with you, yeah. Father, right now I pray that that would begin. Yeah. I pray that the the relationship with you would be the foundation to yeah. every other part of life. Yeah. Lord, I pray for uh, for those who have experienced some shaky, crazy life mm-hmm. right now, and maybe the the waves and the wind have come against their life, and maybe it it is feeling a little bit like it's all falling apart. God, mm-hmm. you are a God of second chances, third chances, yeah. fourth chances, and we can begin today yeah. by building a foundation yeah. on the rock. Yeah. Uh, it's not too late. Yeah. That's not gone, yeah. but we can do that right now. And so, Father, yeah. I pray a protection and just yeah. an anointing over this discussion time. Yeah. Father, I pray right now that as we break up and as we talk, through things and as we pray Mm -hmm. Lord that your spirit would be evident in every situation in every life in every conversation right now Father would you make us more like you would you help us to be disciples of you God true disciples that would yield good fruit in our lives Father Lord we love you and uh, and I just pray just a blessing upon this conversation time God Amen Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.